0: Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. We stream live at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central weekdays at DocWashburnShow.com. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook, and you can email us at contact at DocWashburnShow.com. This is the 86th episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Friday, February 11th, 2022. Coming up in just a minute, it is a time for choosing in the state of Arkansas. But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And, yes, there is all kinds of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And, yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We are unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, DocWashburnShow.com, and click on the button that says Become a patron. For that matter, if you would like to support my campaign for the Republican nomination for governor of Arkansas, the website should be up sometime today electdocwashburn.com. I um, didn't get to the bank yesterday until after four to set up the uh, bank account, so my writing partner, uh, my partner in crime, Stephen Finnegan, said, "Look, I'm going to be there Friday at one o'clock, and we got to get going. We got stuff we got to do. Got to go to the bank. Got to go to the Secretary of State's office. Got to set up a, a, a PO box. Found out yesterday that you know you got to have a lot of stuff with you to get a post office box. All right, that's fine. That's fine. All right, now." When I talk about it being a time of choosing, I'm looking at a picture from a few months ago of United States Representative French Hill, Governor Asa Hutchinson, the mayor of Little Rock, the school superintendent of Little Rock School District, and a couple of other people. Doing a press event at an elementary school in Little Rock, Chico Elementary School. Uh, a check from Coca-Cola for $25,000 to buy bikes for these little kids, I guess. And all of these politicians, French Hill, Asa Hutchinson, all these politicians standing there smiling brightly, not, not a one of them wearing a mask, and these little kids, look like they're five years old, standing in front, all have to wear masks. It's child abuse, and the politicians don't care. So, I've got a quote from Daniel Horowitz, the great Daniel Horowitz, over the blaze. He had this on Twitter earlier this week. He said, my sister who is a speech therapist in Maryland, just texted me. She said, the speech issues I see with three and four-year-olds that have been masked I've never seen before in 22 years. So much low muscle tone, drooling, unusual articulation errors on early developing sounds. This kid's whole mouth area was chapped from the drool accumulated around the mask she can't achieve lip closure for the b m and p sounds because her lips are so chapped even if the kids were not masked all of the adults are masked and the children can't see the oral motor movements made by the adults they don't know that to produce a b sound the lips have to come together One child today didn't realize that you have to put your tongue behind your teeth to produce a T sound. This is a typically developing child in all other areas. These types of articulation errors are usually seen with children who have neurological impairments or syndromes with associated speech and language impairments. I've never had so many referrals in my life for young, healthy children with such severe articulation impairments. That's Daniel Horowitz at The Blaze, a quote from his sister who's a speech therapist in Maryland. You know what? The politicians don't care. They don't care. It's child abuse and they don't care. Which is why I'm looking at a picture of United States Representative French Hill and Governor Asa Hutchinson, both of Arkansas. Smiling brightly in the same shot with little kids, five-year-olds, who are forced to wear masks from last September. It's outrageous. Now, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's running for governor in the state of Arkansas, says AZA's been doing a great job. Been doing a great job. The same Asa Hutchinson who a few months ago was talking about ivermectin being horse-paced and it's dangerous and you shouldn't take it. I wonder how many lives were lost from people who took his advice. But Sarah says he's been doing a great job. Been doing a great job. You know, usually... We wait till later in the show to do this, but I got to do this now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show. Tweet of the day. Doc Washburn Show. Tweet of the day is brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com, dot com, a big old car dealership in the middle of the country that believes in freedom including the freedom from mask mandates, including the freedom from vaccine mandates, including the freedom for you to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice online and have it delivered to you anywhere in the continental United States. Okay, so today's tweet of the day. As we often do, it's one tweet that sets up another tweet. So, earlier this week, kids in a school in Las Vegas, Nevada, reacted to the news that they're not going to have to wear masks anymore. And it sounded something like this.
1: Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore! Is anybody excited?
0: Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to compose myself. It's like starting tomorrow, we're going to stop abusing you. These look like third graders, third or fourth graders in the elementary school in Las Vegas, Nevada. Starting tomorrow, we're not going to have to wear masks anymore. Now, the tweet of the day is from a great man Arkansas State Senator Trent Garner, who says all of you have been masking children with government mandates. You are the bad guys. You know that, right? You are the villains in this story. And that includes the governor of the state of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, that Sarah Huckabee Sanders says has been doing such a great job. Such a great job. Y'all, it's time for choosing. It's time for choosing. Do you want four to eight more years of the same thing? Or do you want an actual conservative to be your governor? I'm just saying. A lot at stake here. A lot at stake here. And what does Sarah have going for The only reason I think anybody was excited she was running for governor was because she was Donald Trump's White House press secretary. That's it. Okay, she comes back home in the summer of 2019, comes back home to Arkansas, and then we go through all this madness of the last two years, of the mask mandates, of the vaccine mandates. And she doesn't say a word. And she won't. And she won't. It's child abuse. See, I'm, I'm a little different. I, I didn't come from a political family. I'm not afraid... To speak the truth in love. I'm not afraid to call out. Abuse. I've got a comment here on the Podbean app. From somebody listening live. She says as a speech language pathologist. I knew. From the beginning. That the masks were going to cause issues. Also I believe. We have only begun to see the social, emotional issues the shutdowns have caused. And that's true. And I want to go back to something I said the other day. I want to go back to something I said the other day. State Senator Dan Sullivan had a bill that would have refunded the money that Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson had fined all these small businesses with on the mask mandates. Well, Asa couldn't have that. Couldn't have that, so he got his uh, useful idiots in leadership of the state legislature to shut that down. The governor of Arkansas put small businesses out of business. He had his uh, investigators from the state health department going into small businesses, make sure everybody's wearing a mask, make sure they're making their customers wear masks. He didn't do that at Walmart. He didn't do that with Sam's Club. He didn't do that with Home Depot. He didn't do that with Lowe's. He didn't do that with Target. Didn't do a Kroger. Matter of fact, uh, about the same time, summer 2020, that ASA announced his mask mandate for the state, Walmart announced their mask mandate. And two, three days later, they said, look, um, you know, for the whole country. Two, three days later, Walmart said, look, we've had uh, some incidents of violence in some of our stores. And, um, you know, we appreciate if you all wear a mask, but uh, we're not going to put our associates at risk of being on the receiving end of people trying to get in a store without a mask and willing to get violent over it. So that went away pretty quickly with Walmart. But not with the state of Arkansas. And again, and again, the woman that everybody thinks is going to be your next governor, Sarah Huckabee- Sanders, says Aza Hutchinson has done a great job as governor. How can she be from Arkansas and be that out of touch? How can she be from Arkansas? and be so out of touch that she thought it was a good idea to endorse U.S. Representative French Hill for re-election when Republican voters in the 2nd District Can't wait to vote him out in the Republican primary because he keeps stabbing Trump in the back. Who, by the way, gave her a job. Let's look at Sarah's Facebook page. What's the latest? What's the latest? Okay. Her latest post is from a couple of days ago. And she says... Great day campaigning in South Arkansas. Yesterday had a blast stopping in some of my favorite places and being with so many wonderful supporters. Closed the day out watching the Razorbacks take down the number one team of the country. First response. Says Doc Washburn for governor of Arkansas 2022. Thank you, Marvin. Appreciate it. And somebody responded to him saying this. 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 Second response says, I want to know whether there is a forum where you will actually answer the questions we have. I had friends go to one of your meetings and they kept trying to get you to answer where you stood and how you would handle these mandates. And they said you would not answer. That is honestly the answer right there. I was backing you until then. We do not need another tyrant for a governor. We need a real constitutionalist. No more rhinos. First response to that said Doc Washburn, if he raises the money he needs, is running for governor. And by the way, we're halfway there now. We're we're five days into this and we're halfway there. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Next response. Sarah, I would like to know why you're endorsing Hill and Bozeman. Unless you could give me some significant reasoning, we're looking for a new candidate. We supported you completely until now. Please explain. And one of the responses says, Doc Washburn is running against her. And then the next one says, yep, I'm for Doc Washburn. Sarah's a rhino like her endorsements. Another one says, Doc Washburn is going to run against her for these very reasons. Another response, we have a candidate, folks, Doc Washburn for governor. Here's his questionnaire. Checks can be mailed to the address on the form. I'm awaiting a fundraising link for online donations. Let's send a strong message to Sarah. Hey, I tell you what, we're trying to get it done today. We're trying to get it done today. And I appreciate all the support. As soon as I get out of here from doing the live stream slash podcast, we're going to uh, do everything we can to get electdocwashburn.com up and going. You know what? I'm reminded. of what I said six days before election day in 2016. Or was it eight days? I think it was eight days out, yeah. I said, you know what? Donald Trump might actually pull this thing out. That's what I said. So let me just say it. I think we might be able to actually win this thing because when people hear that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is refusing to answer questions on issues, when people hear that Sarah Huckabee Sanders says that Governor Ace Hutchinson did a great job, when people hear that Sarah Huckabee Sanders endorses French Hill, who said that Trump's claim that the election was stolen was a, a fiction and a fallacy, who said that Trump's rhetoric leading up to January 6th was unforgivable, who said that Liz Cheney is an outstanding conservative. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. Sarah, I thought you were on the Trump train. We, we can't support you. Gee, I wish someone was. Wish someone was. Uh, wish we had another choice in the Republican primary. Well, you do. You do. And I didn't tell any of these people to go on Sarah's Facebook page and promote my candidacy. I appreciate each and every one of you. This is an organic thing. People don't like the fact that Sarah has endorsed United States Senator John Bozeman for re-election. A man who every time a budget comes up, funding Planned Parenthood votes for it. They don't like that. They don't want that. This is amazing to me. Because again, I never, never considered running for anything in my life. And some folks started talking to me Sunday and Monday. And they said, look, you need to talk to your wife and y'all need to pray about this. So again, Tuesday evening, this past Tuesday evening, it's three days ago, I announced to the Saline County Republican Women's Club that if the Lord provides the $15,000 for the filing fee, I'm going to file. I am running for governor of Arkansas. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth, but I am. And we're halfway there, and we don't even have the website and and the bank account set up yet. And we're halfway to the 15,000. So what I want to do is to glorify God. in whatever i set my hand to and if god blesses this campaign and allows me to become the republican nominee then i mean whoever the republican nominee is, is going to be the governor and i have some serious plans for this for this state We have been held down way too long, way too long. It's time for us to compete economically with our neighboring states. And it's certainly time for us to protect parents and children from our state child welfare system. Now, again, we're the only state in the country that duplicates the efforts of child protection. Every state in the country has something like what Arkansas has, DCFS, Division of Children and Family Services. No state in the country other than us also says, well, let's duplicate it, Uh, uh, let's have... uh, The same thing over under the state police, Crimes Against Children Division. Which is it? So you have these uh, social welfare agents showing up at people's homes and buffaloing their way in. No warrant and taking the children away when the parents haven't done anything wrong. Now, every once in a while, you got them leaving children in extremely dangerous situations, and and the children get killed. Our whole child welfare system in the state, has to be completely, completely redone. This is something that I uh, confronted Governor Hutchinson about when he was running for re-election in 2018. He certainly didn't like the idea of mandating child welfare agents of the state to wear body cams and to give Miranda rights to parents. He didn't like that at all. But again, I know people whose children were taken away from them and they didn't do anything wrong. It's got to change. And it's certainly not going to change with the establishment candidate like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. All right, somebody here on the Podbean app says, somebody needs to send a strong message to Trump not to endorse her. How do we get his attention on that? Doc, you know Mark Levin. His wife is one of Trump's lawyers, isn't she? Maybe we have an inside source to get to him. I don't know. Is, is Mark Levin's wife one of Trump's lawyers? That's, that's news to me. I don't know. Look, when you say I know Mark Levin, um, I've never met Brother Levin. The only time I've ever spoken with him um, is when I interviewed him on my radio talk show, when he would have a book out like his most recent one, American Marxism. So, um I think loyalty means a lot to Donald Trump, and he likes the job that Sarah did for him and took a liking to her when she worked for him. Now, the fact that she is uh, endorsing people who stabbed him in the back, you, you would think that would bother him. You would think that would bother him. I don't know why it doesn't. I don't know why he doesn't. The fact that uh, she endorsed French Hill, who uh, Trump knows is dead set against him, I don't know. I don't know what it would take for Sarah to lose Trump's endorsement. But I'm not worried about that. That, uh, That's not a concern for me. And I'll tell you why in about 30 seconds. You're listening to The Doc Washburn Show. We are unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. You can now listen live weekdays, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time at docwashburnshow.com. Podcast available at docwashburnshow.com and for download at Spotify, iTunes, Apple, or wherever podcasts are available. We are on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com or call us at 866-609-3711. All right. President Trump has endorsed people before who have not won the Republican nomination. He has endorsed people whoever it was he endorsed for Congress in Western North Carolina recently was a rhino, was a moderate. And a young man named Daniel Cawthorn said, look, I don't know why President Trump endorsed my opponent. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm the America first candidate. I'm the candidate most aligned with President Trump's policies. And he won the Republican nomination and, of course, was was voted in in that red district. Okay. Same thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene in northwest Georgia. President Trump endorsed her opponent the rhino, the moderate, Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, hey, I don't know why I endorse my opponent, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm the America first candidate. I'm the pro second amendment candidate. I'm the pro family candidate. And she won. What I'm seeing on social media, when I talk to people and I say, I'm running for the Republican nomination for governor. And they say, well, I thought Sarah was running. I say, yeah, she is. And she's endorsing people who are anti-Trump. And she's saying that our current governor has been doing a good job. And people are like, wait, what? And people are shocked when they find out. There's a guy named Thomas Massey, U.S. representative from Kentucky. And President Trump was upset with Thomas Massey because Thomas Massey was against a lot of the spending in 2020 that he knew was going to hurt this country. See, just because President Trump is the best president in in my lifetime doesn't mean he was perfect. Doesn't mean he didn't make any mistakes at all. Okay? So, President Trump endorsed a primary opponent for this incumbent Republican, Thomas Massey, who was trying to uh, be fiscally responsible. And Massey beat the candidate that Trump endorsed 80% to 20% in the Republican primary. So I'm not worried about President Trump endorsing Sarah. That's not what this is about. Now, March 29th, 2020, Congressman Thomas Massey said the stimulus package that just passed is the biggest wealth transfer from common folks to the super rich Wall Street and bankers in the history of mankind. Done in the name of a virus with $1,200 checks as the cheese in the trap. This will be obvious in short order. Yesterday. Congressman Massey said, unfortunately, this tweet aged well. One of the respondents said $1,200 checks were a wealth transfer from the common folk to the wealthy. Please explain. I must be stupid. So Thomas Massey linked to a clip less than three minutes long he was on Fox Business Network with Charles Payne March 30th, 2020. And the tweet says the $6 trillion stimulus divided by 100 million families is $60,000 per family, but even families that qualify won't even average $3,000 each in payments. Where is all the other money going? The $1,200 checks are cheese in the mousetrap. Thank you, Charles Payne, for having me on today. And this is what he said. ...blocks to pass a bill. Congressman Massey joins me now. Congressman, thank you very much. Hey, thanks
1: for having me on, Charles.
0: I got to ask right out front, I mean, were you prepared at all for the amount of criticism that you had to withstand because you took a a principled stance based on your belief in the Constitution and doing things right down there?
1: Oh, I, I knew the world was going to come down on me. But look, uh, first of all, it's unconstitutional to pass a bill without members present. But the problem it would with the whole scheme they had was that if you allow Nancy Pelosi to pass bills with nobody there, the fourth version of this bill, she said this third one is, our, is just a down payment. The fourth coronavirus bill will be insane and she'll get to stick anything she wants in there. So we had to set a precedent that members are going to be there if they're going to have the vote. And one of the thing- I want to make clear, Charles, I didn't delay this vote. There was that narrative that I was somehow going to delay this vote and everybody's checks were going to be late. No, I told people in advance, show up Friday because I'm going to ask for a recorded vote. And if you don't give me the recorded vote, I'm going to require that a quorum is present. So we were actually able to make Congress show up for their jobs that day. That's important, especially if a fourth bill is coming out.
0: You know, you mentioned Nancy Pelosi. I got to tell you, it just looks like she she is bullying, manhandling the Republican party right now. You know, she called me a
1: dangerous nuisance. I think more Republicans need to be a dangerous nuisance to Nancy uh Pelosi's agenda, because I'm telling you, if you listen to their debate Friday, they got up there and said, this is just a down payment. And Nancy Pelosi saying that, too. And what I'm saying is, all right, Democrats, if you want to do this, I'm not going to let it happen in an empty chamber. Y'all are going to have to bring yourself to work. If you if you want to pass more money and, and I'll be voting no on the next bill. I did vote yes on the very first bill a few weeks ago. right, right. real quick uh, sir you called this the biggest wealth transfer in the history of mankind to Wall Street
0: and bankers. What do you mean?
1: Well, I mean, there's $1,200 checks in this. I think that's the cheese in the trap. Um, If you take $6 trillion and divide it by 100 million families, that's $60,000. Where is all that money going? It ain't going to all the families. Now, you may say there's a good argument for propping up the banks at Wall Street, and there may be a good argument, but let's be honest. That's where most of the money's going.
0: Congressman Massey, thank you very much. Appreciate your time.
1: Thanks, Charles.
0: Well, the Wuhan... So there you go. There you go. Nancy Pelosi called Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky a dangerous nuisance. I believe that the governor of Arkansas should be a dangerous nuisance to the Biden administration. Governor Hayes Hodgson doesn't believe that. He's bent over backwards to try to work with the Biden administration. And again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders says he's been doing a great job, which shows how out of touch she is. Do you want an actual conservative, Governor? Because that's what I am proposing to you. Somebody here on the Podbean app says, your listeners have been begging you to run for years. Um, I'm sorry. I uh, didn't have a vision for it until now. I mean, what she's saying, I mean, I steadfastly, opposed the thought of running for anything until now. Somebody else just wrote, so true. Good point, Doc. Let's make Arkansas great again. We can. We can. As governor, one of the things that I plan to do is make sure we replace... the Speaker of the House in the Arkansas State Legislature, and the head of the Senate, because they have been holding us back. In concert with our current governor, they've been holding us back, doing the bidding of Walmart. That's not what I'm going to be about. You know, I talked to somebody who was in the legislature a few years back when they were going to do the bathroom bill. The bill saying that businesses could not be forced to have like transgender bathrooms, and ASA was all ready to sign it, and then Walmart apparently was threatening to leave Arkansas. And my buddy who's in the legislature said, "Well, don't let the door hit you on the way out." No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta undo this. Are you ready for a governor? who is not beholden to Walmart, because that's that's who I am. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, Mr. Sam, I'm sure, would be horrified at how leftist his heirs are and the Walton Foundation. Now, you're not supposed to talk this way in Arkansas if you're running for office. Political suicide. But I just can't go along to get along. I can't do it, and I'm not going to do it. I've got more to talk about. i got more to say, but uh, we have some sponsors who, God bless them, are making it possible for us to do what we do, and I haven't had a chance to get to any of them yet, so we got to, We've got to do a few of these for a moment. Now, first of all, if you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage that you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom. The freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You buy online. They'll drive it to you no matter where you are in the continental United States. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically, so you can determine what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy, Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You'll be glad you did. All right, we talk a lot on Doc Washman show about pushing back against government overreach. And there's no better example than Obamacare. Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions. The website you need to go to, it's called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you go to MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Wow. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays, and then the big red button, Schedule, Call, Now. You click the button, you book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn, who will make sure there are no gaps in your coverage and your personalized health coverage means art gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion that would violate your deeply held religious beliefs like some of those Obamacare plans do. Again, the website is myfamilyhealthplan.com. Affordable plans save 30 to 50% on premiums personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Just click the button, schedule, call now. You book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at myfamilyhealthplan.com. All right, I want to say a word about my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton. Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer. He knows all the tricks of the trade from the insurance industry because he used to work for him. Founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he sure helped me when I was in two automobile accidents in 2019, is now helping me with the one that happened in December of 2021 where I was rear-ended on Colonel Glenn Road in Little Rock. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them no matter what the injury justin minton to make sure the minton law firm always works hard for you whether you're hurt in a car wreck hurt on the job or you or a loved one is suffering from the callousness of another justin minton law m i n t o n minton and benton is here to help you if you're in arkansas and you're looking for a lawyer to help you with this kind of the, the with the, this kind of law you've been in a car wreck heard of the job, or you loved one suffering for the carelessness of another, just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. I got one more. I got one more. From my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, who started advertising with me before anybody else did, in the summer of 2014 when I did my uh, local radio talk show in Little Rock, Arkansas. And by the way, if you have any questions about my campaign for governor of Arkansas, come see me. I plan to be at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center from 2 to 6 Monday afternoon, they're doing their uh, friends and family's um, tribute. I think it's their 23rd anniversary of being in business there. And they said, Doc, you know, last time we did something like that, you were able to come uh, be with us. And I said, well, I can, I can definitely come be with you all after I do the uh, the podcast. So come see us at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, Monday afternoon. Now, let me explain to you the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Do you have migraines? Do you have neck pain, back pain, vertigo? Okay, now look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines and neck pain and back pain. How's it work? Your skull weighs anywhere from eight to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the Atlas, which only weighs two ounces. So it's really easy for your Atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column could get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body the way God designed it to work. It can affect your respiratory system, your reproductive system, your digestive system, and, yes, it can even cause migraines and neck pain. So do yourself a favor. If you're in central Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your Atlas adjusted. Or if you're outside central Arkansas and you're thinking, man, I would sure like to find out more about this, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on the tab that says find a doctor near you. Find a doctor near you, and I hope you can. I hope you can. Biggest kept secret in American health care. Again, come see me Monday afternoon. I plan to be at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center in Searcy, Arkansas, from 2 to 6. Any questions you have about me running for governor, I'll answer them for you. Okay, now. Having said that, that, I think one of the um, stark differences in my campaign for the Republican nomination for governor and Sarah's campaign in the Republican nomination for governor is I am going to get in front of any groups I can and answer questions. She won't do that. And people are frustrated. Sarah, what do you think about the mask mandate? What do you think about the vaccine mandate? She won't talk about it. I will. I will. If you ask me a question I don't know the answer to, then I'll try to find out and get back with you. So I have been asked to go, to speak at a church in Lowell, Arkansas. And I plan to be there. That's in northwest Arkansas. I plan to be there On Sunday, March 6th, I'm scrolling through my private messages on uh, Facebook because I don't remember the name of the church, but we'll figure it out. here, Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Engaged Ministries Church in Lowell, Arkansas. I'm planning on speaking. I've I've been asked to speak there on Sunday morning, March 6th, about how faith has led me to the point where I am today. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to speaking to a lot of groups in the state of Arkansas between now and May 24th. We're not concerned at all about the filing deadline of March 1st. We're already halfway there to the $15,000 filing fee. I said Tuesday night, if the Lord provides the $15,000 for the filing fee, then I'm going to file. I'm running for governor. Now, the liberal media, they hear that and they're like, well, you know, you're hedging your bets there. Uh, Let us know when you uh, actually decide you are running for governor. Well, I mean, I don't need the Democrat Gazette to be elected governor. I don't need the Arkansas Times to be elected governor. What I need is you. In too many cases, the media is the enemy. Know what I'm saying? Okay. Somebody is saying here on the Podbean app, because um, I said earlier I had one of the quotes here was your listeners have been begging you. For years to run and I'm like hey, I, I didn't have the vision for it until just a few days ago. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I couldn't imagine it. Somebody said, it Doesn't matter when we start started asking Doctor Ron, he's running now. He says, Let's focus on moving forward. Okay. We could do that. Somebody else says, Are you still planning to continue the podcast as you campaign? Says after you win, I'm sure you'll have probably have to make some changes. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know. I'm planning to continue the podcast as I campaign for sure. If God blesses the campaign and and I'm elected governor, yeah, I don't know if I could still do a. I, I don't think I could still do a a daily podcast as governor of a state. Um. But good questions. Good questions. I tell you I tell you what, I just every once in a while a quote will come back to me. Like when Aza Hutchinson said recently, "Well, I don't want to criticize the president." See, he calls Biden the president. I'm never going to call Biden the president because he stole it. So the UK Daily Mail has this story. A former Little Rock School District administrator who made six figures a year pleaded guilty to mail fraud on Wednesday after spending more than $230,000 of stolen school funds on personal items, including knitting materials, makeup, and various home goods over the course of eight years. 48-year-old Karen James previously worked as the Little Rock School District's Director of early childhood programs from twenty ten until her secret spending caught up with her in twenty eighteen. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Caught up with her in twenty eighteen. It's twenty twenty two. What? An investigation revealed she had used two business car two business credit cards she was issued by the school district to rack up a combined $230,000 in fraudulent purchases, according to a press release. She spent over $4,000 at the online furniture and home goods site Wayfair on bath rugs, a recliner and other items. Made 83 unauthorized purchases through PayPal, totaling more than $27,000 and purchased over 2,400 items on Amazon, including a whopping hundred ninety nine thousand on items such as clothing, makeup, housewares, knitting materials, pet products, and gift cards, according to authorities. Yep, but if it caught up with her in twenty eighteen, why is she just now pleading guilty in twenty twenty two? What? Do... Karen James was reportedly using the credit cards to shop online for personal items. From August 2014 until August 2018, when the district detected the unauthorized purchases. Okay, that's about three and a half years ago. She was given three months of paid leave before her termination, which was appealed, allowing James to resign. Wait, what? What? The former director was making almost $109,000 a year, which is more than double the average income in Arkansas. Karen James entered her guilty plea before the U.S. District Judge Christine Baker and will be sentenced at a later date, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Arkansas. Must be nice. Her plea agreement requires her to pay back the money she misused in restitution to the Little Rock School District. She also faces up to 20 years in prison, a $250,000 fine, up to three years supervised release, and a $100 special assessment. But why the delay of three and a half years? I don't get it. In August 2018, the school district learned... Karen James was submitting fabricated receipts and false transaction logs to appear as authorized purchases. She was placed on paid administrative leave until she was terminated in November. Okay, that gets us to November twenty eighteen. The single count of mail fraud the single count of mail fraud stems from one purchase when Karen James Used a school district credit card to buy designer eyeglasses and had them shipped through the U.S. Postal Service March March 13, 2018, according to a charging document filed Wednesday in federal court. Little Rock School District issued credit cards were funded by state and federal agents, pardon me, were funded by state and federal grants, and were given to Karen James along with a handbook that explicitly stated the card is not for personal use. The rules also clearly said that personal cash or cash-type purchases are a violation of the card's use agreement and could result in termination of employment and or criminal prosecution permitted by law, according to the charging documents. The handbook also prohibited the purchase of gift cards and barred users from shipping items purchased with an LRSD credit card to one's home residence. As required by the district, Karen James was supposed to document each credit card purchase by logging every transaction and providing a receipt or other confirmation of the purchase. Little Rock School District discovered Karen James' personal shopping when they obtained the original receipts from vendors. An addendum to the plea agreement was filed under seal, and Karen James remains free until her sentencing. She lives in Little Rock in a small two-bedroom home that's estimated to be worth almost $213,000 according to records. Karen James and the school district had previously come under fire as people criticized Little Rock School District administrators' high salaries. At the end of 2021, the school district unanimously approved a three-year pay raise raise plan for all employees. I'm still trying to get to why it's three and a half years after they found out what she did and she's not in jail yet. They don't say. They don't say, you know, one of the things I discovered shortly after I got here is that the attorney general of the state of Arkansas um, doesn't have the statutory power to do much And maybe that's one of the things that we need to look at too. If y'all vote me in as governor. Just a thought. Just a thought. All right. Um I got a lot of stuff I gotta do today. We we have to open a uh Let's see the uh, the bank account we tried to open yesterday, and we were late getting there, and we stayed there a long time, and uh, they said, you know, the approval's not coming through till tomorrow, which is today. So we got to get that squared away. We got to get to the secretary of state's office. Um, We got to get a post office box. There are a lot of things we got to help our uh, web developers, our website developers get the website up so people can do an ACH transfer and contribute to the gubernatorial campaign on the website. Um, I need to record a video that's going to play on the website to get the attention of people who haven't heard about our campaign yet. There's a lot going on and YouTube will probably take the video down, but you know, still be up on rumble and other places. So, that having been said, yeah, we got to cut it short today. You've been listening to the 86th episode of the all new Doc Washburn Show. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messi. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's program will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode, of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur Sempier X. And that's the way it is. Friday, February 11th, 2022.